Hey, Nick. Hey, Clint. Guess what? What? I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. What do you mean? I don't know why. Oh, you son of a bitch. You are now listening to Hogwash Your History. <laughs> and now here's your host, Clint Copeland and Nick Bishop. And welcome to Hogwash History. I am your host, the Clean the Copeland. And, and I'm your host, <laughs> Nick Bishop, watching my friend have a stroke, I guess. I don't know. I felt like that was a, I just went with that, but I felt like that was a cross between like a uh, a Viking and a, uh, like a person, person from Belgium. You, you know what? Like what, a Dutch guy. Whatever helps you sleep. I don't know. I just that, went with it. And that's what we do here at Hogwasher <laughs> History. We just go with it. Welcome to the club and welcome listeners. We're glad to have you here. Nick, what are we talking about today? Today, we're pretty excited to bring you a uh, story of some cryptids uh, coming out of Vietnam. Much cryptids. like Sasquatch or the Skunk Ape uh, from, from the United States. But we're not in the United States. We're in no, Vietnam sir, right we're now. We're in Vietnam. We're, we're going to be talking about the Rock Apes. We're talking about the Vietnamese Rock Apes. What in the world are Rock Apes, you might be asking. Well, why don't you folks step into our time machine and you'll find out. Nick, go ahead and open the door. <laughs> Step right up. Go ahead. I need you to sit down, strap those ears. You get ready because we're going to go for a ride. <laughs> beep, boop, boop, beep, 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 boop. <laughs> Time machine has landed. Nick, go ahead and open the door. Step right out. Welcome to the world of the Rock Apes, everyone. <laughs> now, the real question is, are these guys real or are they hoaxes as cryptids? Question is, we don't really know. and We don't really... I meant what well, the answer is, we don't really know. Bear with me, folks. We don't really know. But what we do know is, Rock Apes are a name given to humanoid hominids or ape-like creatures reported by the French and American soldiers during the Vietnamese occupation. The locals knew them as legendary creatures with sightings and stories going back as far as anyone can remember. They knew them as Batutut. Ujit. Ujit. That's another one. Uj- That's a cool Uj- name. Ujit, yeah. This one's a tough one. Maybe our Vietnamese listeners can help us out with this one. It's spelled N-G-U-O-I-R-U-N-G. Ngoing rung? How do you say it, Nick? Nguyen rung. Why's your mouth doing that? Because I'm. It's phonetics. Look like you have peanut butter stuck in your mouth. (laughs) I just might. (laughs) Or more simply, the jungle people. I think we'll stick with the jungle people. I think that's a (laughs) heck of a lot easier to say. For sure. Now there are there are some varying reports on how these creatures look. Some of the locals and French report sightings of wild ape men with reddish brown hair that stood between three and five foot tall. However. Other reports by the Americans describe 
a large reddish brown fur covered bipedal ape-like creature over six feet tall with hulking muscles and protruding stomachs. Yeah, just some differing reports. Yeah, I mean... They, they, they seem to they're, span. They're always, the, even with Sasquatch, range. even with the Loch Ness Monster, even with Skunk Ape, even with the Chupacabra, there's always varying reports of what you're going to get. And it oftentimes depends on what region you're in. Absolutely. Yeah, that you'll get varying reports as well. However, but what we do know about these creatures, and this is common amongst all of these groups, is that they choose to travel in troops, and they have a lot of reported sightings of them in groups or families. Yeah. Just super different, super different. So one big differentiation yeah. between them and, and like Sasquatch is when you hear about Sasquatch, he's always like by himself and like brooding and doing whatever the heck it is he's doing by himself, but not these guys. Sasquatch. Yeah. Sasquatch is a little bit of a loner. I mean, uh, if you see a Sasquatch out there, he might be sad. You know, you might want to try to give him a hug. Yeah. I think he needs a hug. <laughs> I, would, I would hug a Sasquatch. <laughs> if you don't die. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you might be asking, okay, well, we know what these guys look like. How do they behave? All right, so this is what we know about the behavior of the jungle people. The biggest common description amongst all of these groups that report is that these creatures were completely fearless of humans. No human fear whatsoever. They don't. They don't have any fear, like dogs. All this can be. Encounters with soldiers, both Viet Cong and American, report that they would get very territorial and aggressive when around people, as a matter of fact. Commonly reported as hurling rocks and jungle debris at them. There are a few reports as well that spears and feces were thrown at soldiers as well. I mean, I can believe the feces being thrown, but spears is kind of seems kind of out there to me. But I mean, I don't want to overlook this. But at first glance, when you see spears, you, you're thinking, oh, you know, like, you're like, okay, w- wait a second. We're jumping in evolution here. If you yeah. claim that spears, okay, we know that chimps throw poop. Absolutely. And they, they can throw rocks. I mean, they, they've seen that in the wild. Yeah. So they can throw it's stuff. Enough. However, as far as tool making goes, we are the only great apes that really can make a complex tool such as a spear. Now, apes and gorillas have been known to make apparatuses to drink water out of. Right. And they use these simple tools. And simple tools like split a bamboo or or to get to fruit or something. But as far as spears, that would mean that these creatures are technically in the Stone Age. Yeah, they would be uh, hunting. Yeah, they would be hunting, essentially. And if they could throw it, then they know how to hunt with it. It's terrifying. That is... (laughs) If I'm walking through the forest and an ape comes out throwing a spear at me, I'm done, dude. That's some Planet of the Apes crap. I'm laying down. I'm going fetal position. Yeah, no. No, they're, they're, I mean, apes are scary enough as it is. Yeah, I didn't want to overlook that, overlook that but, but some of the incidents reported say that soldiers threw grenades not knowing what threat they were dealing with, and the grenades were actually thrown back at them. <laughs> can, can you imagine your buddy, like, a, throwing the grenade, and he tosses it, and then it gets yeeted right back at you? Maybe they're using their spears as like a baseball bat. Maybe these guys are more evolutionary evolved. Is, <laughs> just is that right to say? Grenades like, like Jose Altuve just bat. I, I just said evolutionary evolved. Evolution does evolve. <laughs> there, is, I just said evolutionary <laughs> they're evolved. They're up and evolving like Pokemon. Scratch that, everybody. Forgive me. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> evolved is what I meant. 
Now, these rock apes are known to make deep guttural sounds like howls and barks, which is actually pretty common of the great ape family. We know that gorillas do a form of barking as well. If you get a chance, look it up on Google. And also orangutans do a version of it as well, as well as bonobos and chimpanzees. They make a <coughs> grunt bark. Yeah. Jungle people were most active at night or at dusk, which is even more terrifying. <laughs> you thought they were terrifying in the day. Just wait till you can't see them and it's just shadows running across a chunk of crap. Golly, dude. I crap my pants. I don't, I'm telling you, man. If, if you're at nighttime and you hear running through the forest. <laughs> I mean, if it's night anywhere and I hear with a spear, I'm out. I'd be done. Now, there are plenty of credible eyewitness accounts. However, there are more anonymous reports and secondhand reports than we have confirmed ones. That's a little bit of an issue. Yeah, it's an issue, but I mean, that that's common. It, it is very common with cryptids. A lot of people think that, oh, you know, Sasquatch, everything is always firsthand. It's actually not. There's a lot more secondhand and um, debatable evidence out there. And that's just the fact of what it is. But you can believe what you want. But locals and farmers have legends of the apes, as we said before. Some of these locals almost had an affinity for them, and seeing them was so rare, and having contact with them was even more rare. A lot of these these sightings or encounters, if you will, if a person were, if a villager were to have an encounter with them, it was actually seen as a blessing. Yeah, uh, I mean, when was the last time you heard of like apes just coming in and chilling with, with people in the wild? Yeah, I mean... There are even stories of jungle people walking into villages, sitting next to villagers by a fire. That's fun. <laughs> making <laughs> making s'mores. <laughs> just like, hey, buddy. Dude, like roasting a fish or just chilling there. And this, this big old egg just comes, sits down next to you like nothing's going on. Like you're being buddy, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I'd pee a little bit. Some also say these creatures had the ability to make tools and could start fires on their own. Now, that's not really out of the realm of possibility in my mind considering their reports with them with spears already so we know they're evolutionary they're already a step ahead of a lot of other apes they're doing well cryptids. for themselves that's for that's for sure yeah i think so for sure now certain hills in the jungle had so many reported sightings that the americans started referring to them as quote monkey hills which that is interesting that's i mean i'll tell you why that's something. interesting if you folks look up Vietnam, if you look up the battles, a lot of the battles on record are recorded as being a certain hill number or a certain hill name. That's very important. It has to do with the tactics of how the actual Vietnam War was fought. However, the most prominent accounts of rock apes were published by Craig P.J. Jorgensen's book, Very Crazy, G.I., Strange but true stories of the Vietnam War. And one of these such stories tells an account of a unit of six men from the 101st Airborne Division. Now remember that, the 101st Airborne Division, because we're going to be doing something in the future about that. But listen to this. This particular unit was taking a rest in the trees when about 15 yards uphill from them suddenly began a violent shaking. Now, naturally, <laughs> that's a violent shake. 
Now, naturally, given their environment, the soldiers assumed the shaking was caused by the enemy and that they needed to immediately prepare to be under attack. However, as the soldiers watched the trees, they saw that, quote, that an oblong head with a face covered in reddish hair and possessing a huge mouth and dark, deep-set eyes had emerged from the brush. When this bizarre, end quote, sorry, when this bizarre creature fully emerged, the soldiers were able to get a better look, and they saw that it was about five feet tall, and it was very muscular, and it was covered in a matted reddish hair. The creature stood on two legs and examined the soldiers just as they examined it. And as the soldiers argued over whether or not the creature might be an orangutan, it took off running and retu- retreated in the jungle. That's nuts. Can cool you, story, can, though. Can you imagine that? Like, you're, you're already, like, battle-weary and, and probably super tired. They, they've either got to be thinking to themselves, like, there's no way this is real. There's, there's, like, there's no way that you've been fighting all day and you haven't seen apes and you just see this giant figure shake a tree and come out at you and it's just like sup and then leaves well there are studies showing that severe ptsd can also cause hallucinations right i mean at that time i would i would imagine or like a dual suffering from a whole bunch of a dual reality or like a reality where you can't tell what's real and what's well like almost not necessarily schizophrenia but some sort of psychosis right and group psychosis is a thing correct absolutely Okay, the reason why I said that is we got to keep all of our options open here on debunking or confirming, correct? Right. Absolutely. Now, another incident occurred in 1966 in a location known as Hill 868 in Kwangnam Province, the home of several rock ape sightings throughout the war. In this account, a Marine unit was reporting to their captain that they had spotted movement in the brush which they assumed was being caused by the Viet Cong. The captain told his unit over the radio not to fire. Not long after, the unit reported back, rather than Viet Cong, they were surrounded by hairy, bipedal humanoid creatures. Can you imagine, like, but, like would you have felt relief in that moment, or would you have felt terror? Because, I mean, you've been fighting, and all of a sudden you're surrounded by, by like, monkeys or apes or whatever. you got to be thinking, oh, Thank God they don't have guns. Uh, I'll be honest with you, man. That's a little bit like saying, like, in your mind at the at the moment, would you rather open a closet door to a guy holding a gun, or would you rather open a closet door to a demon? Uh, you know, maybe the which guy one would scare you more? <laughs> maybe the guy holding the, the gun would be a little less. <laughs> yeah. It's it's all about perspective, you know. I, I opened the door to my closet. There was a monster in there. <laughs> yeah, you're like which one's gonna make you shit your pants quicker? You know, <laughs> <laughs> they're both giving me diarrhea. That's for sure. <laughs> now the captain had told the unit that rather than firing on the creatures, they should instead throw rocks. However. This backfired as the creatures began throwing the rocks back at them, much like the grenades we heard about earlier. (laughs) And at this point, the Marines guessed that they were hundreds of these creatures. So many of them, it was overwhelming to the point that they couldn't even stick with their current plan and they bailed. so stupid. Let's (laughs) chuck a rock at it. And next thing you know, one's whizzing bastion knocks your buddy on the head. Yeah, I I can't say throwing a rock at a strange creature when it's kind of dark and they're in the trees is necessarily a bad idea. But when it gets thrown back, you you made a mistake. Sorry, guys. It's like, hey, grab the stick and go poke the bear. It'll be okay. You're not going to hurt it. Just go poke it. It's like (laughs) jumping the shark. 
The Marines, however, were told to go back and change tactics and use their bayonets to fight the creatures. <laughs> Soon after that order was given, the captain heard over the radio what sounded to him like an epic battle. Afterwards, men were sent out to investigate. The location was covered with injured, but not dead, Marines, as might be expected, but also allegedly the bodies of several rock apes. Now, this is interesting. Allegedly. Allegedly. Injured but not dead Marines. So you have their account of it. Right. And a whole bunch of dead rock ape bodies. That were and you have the account of the captain over the radio hearing what had gone on. That's, that's freaking nuts. That is pretty nuts because that's hard to disprove. You can't prove it necessarily. Yeah. But you cannot disprove bodies. that. Absolutely. This became known as the Battle of Dong Din. That is also the name of my underwear. <laughs> the old, old Schmidt hammock, the old Dawn Den. Though the only evidence of the event and the dead rock ape bodies littering the battlefield seems to be only of eyewitness accounts, really. And as with most alleged cryptid sightings, again, alleged. Yeah. Exactly, you yeah. can't approve it. Now, there are theories on it. There are explanation theories that range from, of course, as every story or legend or myth or anything that happens in history that's somewhat kind of unexplained, extraterrestrials. Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> they range from extraterrestrials to being an evolutionary form of human beings. Dude, now, we talked about that. <laughs> we talked about that before. You know, the, the evolution theory, I, I feel like here, kind of holds weight in the court of law of hogwash it's like history. A, it's like a bunch of, it's like a branch. There's a whole bunch of offshoots and they've done different things. We, I mean, humans weren't the only, uh, I guess, humanoid creature for sure. Uh, to exist. I, absolutely. As a matter of fact, 100,000 years ago, there were, excuse me, 300,000 years ago. No, 300, 200,000 years ago? Yeah, give or take. I think it's about 200,000 years ago, there were six different species, subspecies of human beings. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. And they're actually discovering more and more every day. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, like, there's like, what, Neanderthal DNA still in some humans? Sure. Uh, well, Neanderthal DNA in Europeans, actually. Denisovan DNA in uh, Eurasians. Yeah. Right? And It's still present in there. Yeah. Um, uh, Homo erectus DNA and modern sub-Saharan Africans. So, well, I mean, that's actually the Homo floresiensis is actually super interesting because that that's one of the theories behind these rock apes is that it may be uh, like an offshoot or possibly remnants of of, of the Homo floresiensis. Correct, or, because uh, absolutely because the Homo floresiensis were around three feet tall in total from what the skeletons that have been dug up so far. It's what we know. Homo floresiensis were small bipedal subspecies of humans, a.k.a. the hobbits, that lived in what is now Indonesia 50,000 to around 13,000 years ago. That's until, pretty recent. For sure, until the appearance of modern man. So, um, hey, guess what? We were around 13 to 50,000 50, years ago, so... Yeah, I mean, it, it's possible. You never know. You never know if, if two other subspecies of human beings mated. You never know. But the first specimens were discovered in the Indonesian island of Flores 
on September 2nd, 2003 by a joint Australian-Indonesian team of archaeologists looking for evidence of the original human migration of modern humans from Asia to Australia. But instead, they recovered a nearly complete small stature skeleton known as LB1 and the Luabua Cave. Yeah. And subsequent ex- excavations in 2003 and 2004 recovered seven additional skeletons, initially dated from 38,000 to 13,000 years ago. So That's you could like find one skull and you'd be like, oh, well, this one's three foot tall. We don't know how tall the other ones are. Well, guess what? We got like seven more that they're like three feet tall, unless it's just a bunch of kids running around. <laughs> just just doing kid things, being small. <laughs> it's like stand by me or something. <laughs> well, a bunch of apes. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're right. Not all of them are winners. <laughs> so we have these jungle reports by the locals that are almost identical descriptions of what we think Homo florensiensis would have looked like or did look like. But that's not to say that the thick jungles of Vietnam and Laos could not harbor a humanoid ape with minimal intervention from humans, i.e. the Sasquatch theory. Absolutely, because up until this point, a lot of that jungle was either occupied by indigenous tribes of, of, of Vietnam mm-hmm. or hadn't been touched or even been thought about being touched in thousands of years. Yep, absolutely. And the thickness of the jungle and... Hides a lot of things. Yes, it does. As a matter of fact, we just have a new technology you can actually if you have um disney plus you can see there's a national geographic documentary about technology that's able to map the jungles of central america yeah and, it's and they're nice. finding new mayan temples and a lot of them buried underneath deep underneath the canopies yeah. so it's not impossible other theories say that these creatures could have at very they could have been the very last of other extinct Evolutionary humans like Orangpendak or Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus is a freaking nightmare creature. If you guys get a chance to pull out your Google machines, if you look up Gigantopithecus, there is a statue model mannequin, if you will, mm-hmm. recreation of what, like a full body recreation of what they think one would have looked like with the hair and everything. And this thing has the creepiest eyes. It's like it's staring directly in your soul, and that is not okay. It's not even like if it's staring like at you, but through you. Yeah, it's definitely staring through you. And apparently, like the only thing that they've been that they've managed to find is just like the bottom jaw, kind of like you know megalodon. Mm. They've only been able to find the jaw of that. I did not know that. The Gigantopithecus. They've only been able to find you know uh, remnants of bones, but they've got they've got the bottom jaw. Uh, supposedly, which is pretty rad. That's pretty rad. Yeah. So they know that it, they they know that it existed, and it would have been anywhere from from five to six hundred six hundred pounds. That's a that's a that's big a, creature. Jeez, five to jeez. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing. Hey, Andre the Giant plus some. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. Okay. Footprints and plaster casts of footprints do exist, but just like any cryptid plaster footprints, they are easily faked. And most of which being hoaxes. However, there are some that are pretty credible and can't be disproved. Some of the rock ape footprints look almost identical to the confirmed Yeti footprints. Look, there's there's either some there's somebody putting in a lot of work. Hey, hoaxes hoaxes throughout history have always been conducted by people putting in a lot of work. Yeah. And that's the thing. 
if people feel like they're going to get one over on you, they'll put work in to do it. They will. I mean, I would. <laughs> they, I mean, can you imagine the, the jokes and the stories? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Or two idiots talking about it years later. <laughs> exactly. Well, you could say that this is an evolutionary species of humans. Then why haven't we found any bodies or remains? There's a good reason, potentially. The jungles are so thick. They are biomes that are very good at ridding of dead organic materials. There is an abundance of wildlife that could rid the remains as well as plants and moistures that could very easily break down corp corpses. Reports of tiger attacks in Vietnam have always been present. However, you would be hard-pressed to find a dead one naturally in the jungle. A body could be gone in as little as a few days. It's nuts to think that people were getting attacked by, by tigers and they... <laughs> Where are the tigers at? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but Jim was here yesterday. He's gone today. We heard a roar and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very true. I mean, uh, think about it. I mean, all the bacteria, all the fungus, right? I mean, you're insects. in the jungle. Obviously, moisture, fungus, insects. It's not, um, it's not, it's not out of realm to think that it could be gone and stripped clean in just a matter of days. Worms and, and all kinds of creepy crawlies. Creepy crawlies. Yeah, for sure. Other theories that these creatures could be orangutans, gibbons, or other native monkeys to Vietnam aren't that wildly out of the realm, uh, I feel like. I mean, I think orangutans would more so fit it, but gibbons are, are kind of small. They're like one to two foot in, in stature. And they and gibbons have very distinct faces as well. Yeah. So I feel like if you saw a gibbon in the wild, given its size and its face, okay, I don't it's maybe at a distance... I mean, you would be I at a default. Exactly be scared of a gibbon. No, not necessarily. An orangutan, however, if an orangutan just dropped out of a tree and I'm standing there, that's a that's a big thing. Pants are getting shitted in. <laughs> You're gonna have to find Pant, a dry cleaner. But for sure, pants are getting shitted in. <laughs> Bring me my brown pants. <laughs> This theory, however, is up to debate, considering orangutans have been extinct in Vietnam for thousands of years. Well, so that means they, that they know at of. At some point, exactly, that they know of. That they know of, right? The same thing, Sasquatch theory. It could be an ape that's just never been found. We only discovered gorillas pretty recently. We've discovered other ape species as well. The gorillas were discovered in 1902. That, that's like, that's just a little over 100 years ago. A little hundred, 1902. Yeah. And guess what we've done in that time frame? Taught them sign language. <laughs> we taught them sign language <laughs> that's so silly holy crap yeah I know it's pretty crazy to think about it perhaps being a species of great ape yet to be discovered by humans what are your theories we would like to hear because it could be orangutans it could be gibbons it could be an evolutionary species of humans that we haven't discovered yet or it could be aliens could be aliens or could be fake. It always could be fake. There's plenty of evidence here to go through and there's history behind it. So what are your theories? We'd love to hear them. I'm not going to say that necessarily I believe in these creatures or not or or if I really have a dog in this fight because I don't. But I do see pretty credible claims here. The ones that aren't very credible I think are very easy to spot. And I think the ones that are credible should be followed up on. However... I don't see us going back into Vietnam as <laughs> going looking for riots. <laughs> I just don't see that. You want to you want to go over there and get like stuff thrown at us? I don't see that. But we are discovering animals and new creatures and fossils all the time, 
And so, even discovering uh, animals that were thought to be extinct now being alive, i.e. the coelacanth, uh, forest gallant on animal planets, finding extinct species all the time, currently looking for the dodo bird, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it would. All I can say is maybe time will tell. But that's all we have for you tonight, folks. Thanks for joining us. And- Please, I will remind you as well to look us up on YouTube and like and subscribe. Hogwash your history as well as look us up on Facebook and Instagram. And please follow and hit that like button as well. We love you guys very much. Hit us up on Go- on Google Mail. Podcast. Yeah, Google Podcast. Google Podcast. Hit us up on Google <laughs> Mail. G- Gmail at <laughs> hogwasherhistory at gmail.com. Have a good freaking night. God dang. (laughs) Thanks for listening. And join us next time for Hogwash Your History.